That's right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Carosa. With me, as always, my co-host. It's your boy, Chris Mejia. <laughs> hey, buddy. Our hey, guest hey. has not has not uh, listened to the podcast yet because clearly the surprise of you with the auto tune was a shock. You know what it is? It's that I don't think that Chris should have access to that tool. <laughs> oh, oh no, 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 no. There's a long that, list we of people who all agree with that statement. <laughs> we are all in agreement. Look, we know that that is not the right thing to happen, it's but I support him. It. Once oh, I absolutely. buy a physical soundboard to have, it is this podcast is going to need to be canceled. <laughs> uh, I'm the only one with the soundboard, baby. Smart City! And it just means that we get to do a bunch of stuff like that. Anyway... This week, we have a get. I didn't even bother. You know what? I'm going to... Chris? Chris? Michael, Chris? Mike? I forgot sweetie, to say off the top. Baby, honey, my lover. I love you. I love you. Anyway. Uh, what up, baby? Anyway, we're going to get... Uh, I want to introduce... I didn't even ask what you want me to mention when I introduce oh. you. We just went right in because I was so excited about the movie you picked. Our guest, uh, well, you know, I didn't even bother asking how to pronounce your last name. I'm realizing listen, now. Listen, listen, here, listen. You Ariana, you got like the Polish the C. Our you guest like is the, the homie. The guest, uh, I already said the name. My bad. The guest is the homie. Uh, uh, the our guest today uh, is a uh, is uh, a member of the Comedy Store in in Los Angeles. Uh, you've seen her at the Seattle International Comedy Competition, Madison Comedy Week. Uh, she was also among the best of fest at the Burbank Comedy Festival. Has you written off the credits. Yeah, he, I may or may website. not have done that. And she's also written yeah. for Flex Mag, and and is also the founder and editor of The Foreigner, and also co-host of the podcast Burning the Light. Please get a lot of love to the very funny Ariana Romick. There we go. What up? I didn't Hello. need your bio. I knew that off top. Yeah. I just had it as a yeah. as a fact check I, just to make sure. You yeah. you read it off the bio though. We know that. <laughs> We're not yeah, gonna no, he, he just knows. He's obsessed with me and he just knows a lot of things about me and it's very creepy, but yeah. Listen, I you mean know how, you know how they're tracking Taylor Swift's private jets? I'm doing yeah. that, but with your car. <laughs> Perfect. That's all I wanted. I love friendship very much, but then as an outsider, I'm like, yo, that's creepy shit to say. I literally, I just yeah. said that, and I was like, actually, I don't like that I said that. Yeah, I don't cut like it, that you said it. that either. I'm not cutting anything. I don't do more work. It's just not my thing. I'm ready to admit that I didn't. Here's the thing. I'm ready to admit that I didn't do the due diligence off the top to ask you how to say your name or what you want me to say. Mm. I'm willing to mm. admit that. I'm willing to admit we've never met before, but yeah. Chris has been talking about you. about so He's like, my homie, Ariana. Mm. She's very funny. She should do the pod. I'm like, yeah, bring her on to do the podcast. And then we switch to a rom-com. It's like, Ariana's interested in doing the podcast, not just the Bachelor one. We're going to get her off for a rom-com. I was like, yeah. And then we were like starting to coordinate, finally came together, and I never bothered to ask. So is it Ramic or uh, Ramic or is it Ramich? Well, uh, you know, I really don't have a like a huge. I feel like some people really care how their name is pronounced, but technically my last name is Ramich, but I just say Ramic, and I don't see, know. That's it. Or not, I do the same it. with my name. Yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah, well, the amount of people. How that, do you say yeah. your name? I say Carosa. 
Mike Carrozza. It just sounds better that way to me than Mike Carrozza. It's I don't need it. I don't need to be like, what do I need to put like yeah. musical notations in my last name for? Yeah, it's like grow up, you know. Yeah, grow up. <laughs> grow up. You hear that, everybody? I want to try to up. the right pronunciation, but I feel like trying to say your last name correctly, Mike, it feels as offensive as if I just did the finger thing to you. <laughs> and and why'd you just do that? You just <laughs> As offensive as you know, what's crazy about being Italian is people are like, we know you can't do anything about this. And then yeah. they're like, oh, and I'm just like, that's fine. But you know that, like, I'm like the least Italian. And they're like, what are you talking about? You talking with your hands? You got that stupid mustache. I'm like, no, no, no. I mean, in like the other ways that you think of Italians, I can't I mean, eat spicy the food. Mustache is not helping you. That's Look, very Italian. I've only no, had listen, it for a bit over listen, a year. I did a lot of work to convince Mike to keep the mustache. So let's. I like do, it. You really did positive statements is, of the mustache only. This is honestly still here because of him. And you'd think after a year and some change, it would have filled out a little bit. Truly, <laughs> it is not. And 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 you know what else has happened? I shaved it once. And I look weird without it now. So yeah. I'm just cursed. I at like this it. Point. I say keep it. I think it's your look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, here's the thing. Yeah. It's too late for me. I'm I'm cooked. Okay, it's over. <laughs> uh anyway, this week we're talking about a movie that Ariana, you picked. Yes. And let me tell you something. Thank you so much. And in fact, yeah. in so fact, much. a movie that when I asked I suggested doing this movie because you've talked about this movie so much. Mm -hmm. And you're like, mm -hmm. Yeah, let's do it. And uh -huh. then I was like, oh, but if you want to do a different movie, we can do that. To which you said, I was already planning on rewatching it this week. <laughs> I've seen Yo. it at least 50 times. I, I Hell have. yeah. I have. It is It is a, a, a sacred movie to me. I own it on DVD. And um, <laughs> hey. When you rewatch yeah. it, do you pop the DVD in or do you have um, you fully converted the streaming now? Rarely. They have it on streaming now, but it, you it, you used not to not Canada. be able to find it, if I'm being honest. Um, I had to rent so, it off iTunes. So yeah. Yeah. So, so sorry about that. Um, no, no, no. $5 <laughs> well spent. Yeah. We had a great time watching. $30. You know, it's a perfect time. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just in my library. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I rewatch my favorite movies a lot. The only hesitation I had about picking this movie is I don't think it's strictly a rom-com. It definitely is. But I think oh, it's yeah. also uh, bigger than that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. It totally right. is. It, it was it the is. Barbie movie of 2006. It uh, was. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better, Cassie uh Cow is that how you pronounce yeah, her? Yeah, Cassie Cow. Yeah. Cassie Cow was on, and she did Princess Diaries, which is very much not a rom. -com. Not a rom com. Less of a oh, rom com than any. I, I saw that you guys decided that that wasn't a rom com, and I agree with that. I, I yeah, absolutely not a rom com. But it's kind of sold a little bit because it's just like teenage love. There's parts of like yeah. that, you know, a yeah. lot of. There's that the kid with there. the bad haircut who's the yeah. focal point for her affection. Yeah, absolutely. But she does get the kiss at the end with the foot pop. So with the foot pop, no, no. Uh, clearly, there are elements. Yeah. Of there are multiple romances in yeah. the movie. Uh, yeah. We also I'm, did Wedding Crashers. Brian, uh, Byron Austin made us do. Uh, that's a rom. Crashers. That's a rom com. That is I'm a loose on the rom, but yes, there is technically nah, a rom. Nah, the driving plot point is the rom. That's the yeah. thing. It is the thing about a rom com. We gotta decide what's driving it because it's like, you sure. know, it. 
yeah, you know, it's it's definitely the Rom that's dro- that drove that movie. The whole reason that they stick around, the Beckwith brothers stick around at the estate, is because he ha- he has to he has to get with the uh, ah fuck, I forgot her name now, but Rachel McAdams character. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he has to. I, I love that love. movie. I don't care what anyone says. I think what he I does mean, is so good. <laughs> there are some parts that were tough to watch for the first yeah. time with my girlfriend, who was like. You know, I don't like this. And I'm like, you yeah. can not like this. I'm going to enjoy that. You could go yeah. to the other room if you don't want to. Any, any movie with Vince Vaughn and uh, Owen Wilson, I'm in. They, they any like, movie. Fight scenes, any movie. Yeah. Have they been any... in multiple movies together? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yes. Have they? Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Intern. Have you seen that one? No. Oh. See, here's the thing. I'm not about it with Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn specifically, but them separately, I'm just like, I'll give it a shot. I think mm-hmm. that Vince Vaughn, any movie where they're like, hey, Vince, you've got this scene uh, and here's your monologue. Mm-hmm. And he's like, can I have fun with it? They're like, uh, that's yes. what we're paying you for. And then this, the monologue is like three, four pages long. And yet somehow it's like yeah. 10 seconds him. long. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. He talks so fast. Yeah. So I fast. Yeah. Uh, and yet somehow he fills he fills that up. He like mm-hmm. uh, just so funny. But this time we haven't mentioned the movie. Ariana, will you do oh, yeah. the honest and tell us which movie starring okay. whomst and go ahead. Tell us who we're, okay. what we're doing. So uh, we watched She's the Man with the incredible Amanda Bynes and uh-huh. also very early days Channing Tatum. The, and the sh- movie that kicked off his career, basically. She and actually Amanda Bynes had a big part in choosing him for the role. Yeah. Um, and she, she had a little crush on him, of, too. Yeah, yeah, they dated. They dated. Oh, after they did? The film. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Um, and he was famously bisexual. I remember reading the, the press releases when the movie came out. Um, <laughs> so oh, okay. this goes deep for me, guys. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, they didn't really have him talk about it in interviews, though, because, like, being bi as a man back then was, like, a no-no. Remember 2006? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but um, Amanda Bynes' leading role, I mean, it, incredible. Just incredible. I think the only movie she might be better in is Big Fat Liar with Frankie Muniz. And it's... Wow. <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to say Big Fat Liar. If yeah. you said any other movie, I would have said false. But Big Fat Liar no. slapped. She's- an incredible I loved her in Easy A. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's so good in that. Um, I think her and Emma Stone also live in the same world of comedy for me, where I really idolized them growing up. And mm-hmm. it was so fun to see them in a movie together in Easy A. But yeah. Beauty. Oh, and you know what? Hairspray what? was good too. I like Hairspray. She's great in Hairspray. She's so yeah. fun. She's not yeah. a main person, but she still did a really good job. I, I yeah. think that was a good film adaptation of the yeah of, it was it's of one of the best movie musicals if you ask me yeah um, i'm not a musical guy like yeah. at all so i i just i no, can't i have such a hard time hairspray is a good it's a good musical uh right yeah and you know since it's yeah. about integration and you don't like it uh yeah. mike you're not an ally yeah happy black yeah. history month everybody <laughs> you heard it here first um, i'm not an ally yeah <sighs> god you know. chris what do you do to me buddy um fucking look <laughs> this movie <laughs> i want to say mm-hmm. i want to say musicals aside yeah um i'm also not the biggest shakespeare guy yeah. and this is based on 12th night mm-hmm. uh 
you know, and 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 the plot of the movie is Amanda Bynes is a killer soccer player at her high school and is so good at soccer, but that doesn't change the fact that there isn't enough interest in being the there being a girls team at their high school. And so the coach shuts that down and she's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And her misogynistic boyfriend, who's the goaltender and the guys team uh, scoffs at her when she says, well, I should be able to try out for the boys team. And he's like, well, that's not possible. Women are weak and they, they can't do what we can do. And he's a piece of shit. And, she concocts this plan to impersonate her brother who is going to be off in London touring his music, which by the way, we'll get to, <laughs> I mean, hilarious. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, um, and she goes over to another school, uh, which is like, uh, I thought it was college, but it's apparently a, a boarding school, a high school yeah. boarding school. Mm -hmm. Like all these years, I just assumed it was college. And I was like, what? What is okay. any of this? I have such a hard time with the American ed education system. It makes no sense to me. Um, so anyway, uh, she goes over to that school. She impersonates her brother. She makes second string on the soccer team. She makes a deal with Channing Tatum that she'd be his his wingman on on uh, getting a date with Olivia. Uh, this girl he's got a crush on in exchange for him training her to get on the team proper so she could beat her ex-boyfriend which she does and then there's a lot of like you know well she's a she's a he's not a guy he's a girl and she's like yeah. what no and then they pull down her brother's pants and show penis and then she, she we'll flashes everybody look it's a it's honestly such a fun movie it's got a lot of really fun bits it's so silly um yeah. you're telling me that anybody bought that amanda Bynes was a dude <laughs> uh look it's asking a lot Okay, it's just like it asks a lot of you. It's just not the case. And I just want to quickly say when I went to go watch this, I watched it on Thursday uh, uh, and I partook in the devil's lettuce before watching this movie. Okay. You know, you're supposed to so, smoke that, right? You don't eat it. Uh, <laughs> listen, listen, Mike, you don't tell me how to how to do my drugs. Okay. Uh, <laughs> And I was I was excited. I was excited to watch this movie because one, you don't shut up about this movie. Uh, and two, Ariana, it's so not me. I've shut the fuck up about highly this movie. regarded <laughs> that I was excited. I was like, hell yeah, we're about to have. Yeah. You know, we just watched Wimbledon. Uh, you know, we're we're gonna do Yo, a better movie now. <laughs> another I, another sports rom com. Yeah, I did not like this movie. Ariana, go get him. Get him. Okay, I would love to hear why. So, That's I don't know. Maybe, yeah, Hold maybe on. Wait, no, Chris, 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 hang on a second. Sidebar, Ariana, we're just going to break out into another room. When I yeah. say get him, when I say get him, you got to oh, fucking get his ass. I okay, is this like you setting up? You're being nice to him for now to get him to say more yeah, stuff yeah, so yeah. you can make fun of him more? I'm going to absolutely eviscerate him. I'm going to pretend to care about his opinion and be like, oh, uh -huh. Tell me why you're like that. Why you okay. like, But in and reality, you're gonna be like, yeah. Oh, and it's gonna be easy. Every single point he's gonna make is gonna be so wrong. It's gonna yeah. be like, uh, it's just, yeah. Final okay. kill. Final kill. Okay, oh, hey, okay. guys, I'm yeah. back. I Here left the room, go. and yeah, Chris, welcome back. For me to come back from the bathroom. That's, yeah, that's great timing. Hey, so Chris, you know what? Ariana's right. What what were your thoughts on the movie? Yeah, we would love to hear your opinion. <laughs>
uh so first and foremost before i state the penny it's ariana not ariana oh i don't uh, care either way. i'm canadian yeah oh that's yeah okay second <laughs> off uh maybe maybe it was the weed and maybe okay. i need to re- watch this movie again while i was so distancing himself from his opinions i see yeah. check check mm-hmm, classic mm-hmm. but a politician mm-hmm. but one however the concept of the movie makes no sense right that's a shakespeare play for you go on yeah uh two my high brain cannot get over the numerous plot holes in how no one blaming could his notice high brain. or okay. catch that Amanda Bynes was clearly a woman in a terrible wig. Yeah, um, no, fair. I agreed. Agreed. I'll give you that one. I also thought a lot of the dialogue felt like men are trash, but it felt so over the top where it was like I felt like I was watching a sketch, like an after school special sketch. About these men in 2006 being shitty high school About boys? everybody in this movie. Do you, so you think okay. men were great in 2006? <laughs> <laughs> you, know yeah. you know what? You know what? I'm going to go full heel. Yeah. Yes. In yeah. fact, okay. that, was our, that was our... <laughs> yeah! I'm, look, I'm Googling 2006 controversies. I'm I mean, looking them up. Just... In Incredible. fact, that was when we were at our best. Okay, great. Yeah. I'm Googling when was Brock Turner. That's what I'm looking up right now. <laughs> oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> don't, don't, don't you're do saying, you're college, saying men were great. Okay, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I'm, okay, okay, so Joe's yeah. still out uh, on men being great in 2006. Yeah. Uh, oh. Okay, hold on. Okay. Hold on. I want to I wanna clarify. I want to clarify. Yeah. I'm not saying that I didn't believe the <laughs> blatant sexism. There was just like a lot of lines where I was like, "Who who talks like that? Like who who talks like that?" So nobody. I mean, you have to think it's about the other films that were out at this time, though. Like, think right. about how many like broy comedy films were kind of out. Wedding Crashers. You know, like yeah, two thousand six was like you know I'm I'm just looking at like a short list here, but it was like you know accepted and like um van wilder and grandma's boy and employee of the month oh my god do you know what i mean and i feel like this movie came at a time where it was like finally like a funny comedy for women you know like the only other kind of rom-coms i feel like that i had seen before that were sort of like it's like really obsessive about like the guy and finding the perfect guy and Mm. like stuff like that versus I feel like in this film it there is a little bit of like she develops a crush on a guy but I feel like that's a side plot in terms of like this is really about her soccer career you know I very much (laughs) I will say what I did really love about the movie was that where like yeah sure she fell for Channing Tatum but it was also completely on accident like she showed up being like I'm about to stunt on these bitches on the soccer team yeah and then yeah. even then, like, right. like right off the bat, I was like, sure, he's hot or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. was really didn't really fall in love for him until like after yeah. they trained together for a amount of time. Right. But even then, it was like, the whole movie was like, I just mm-hmm. need to prove that I deserve a chance to play yeah. with the men, uh, and it doesn't matter what my gender is. If I'm a good soccer player, I'm right. a good soccer player. So like, I actually very much loved yeah. that that was a critical part of the movie and i love that it didn't shift from her mission with soccer 
yeah. to like, oh, I like this boy. I want to impress this boy. Uh-huh. Uh, it was just like, there was like a lot of, it was just like a lot of jokes in the movie that I feel like in, in the movie's defense, m- large majority of films, mm-hmm. large majority of films from the aughts. John Tucker Must Die came out the same year, just so you know what kind of climate we're in. It's like though. failure to launch. <laughs> yeah. So why are you uh, naming movies that Nights, deserve to be in the Big Louvre Mama's and we're House talking about two, this one? Little Man, The <laughs> Holiday, The Devil Wears Prada also came out this year, but yeah. that's not a comedy. I forgot about Little Man. What an atrocious movie. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Well, atrocious that's the one with the Wayans brothers, right? For it. Oh, yeah, dude. That movie sucked. So much. But anyway, all of that to say... To your point on that, just related Mm -hmm. to... Yes, I understand those feelings. But also, I think it relates to the point that you're saying about the plot holes. Because um, I feel like um, the reason that they... like Obviously, it's so obvious. And I think that's the point. That it's like so obvious that something's wrong and off with this person, right? Like that it's like, is this what's going on with Sebastian? You know? But she's surrounded by like also insane people. Like Malcolm's an insane character. Uh the principal is an insane character, also so hilarious. And you need those funny characters because even in Shakespeare like plots like a lot of things are like why did romeo and juliet kill themselves you know what i mean like this didn't need to happen kind of thing right that is Um, true that is true i think that's part of it and i also think that even channing tatum at one point says he's like i don't care if you were a guy or a girl i just care that you lied to me and it's like i think that's the point like i don't think anyone on the soccer team was going to be like this dude's a chick like do you know what I mean? like i think that would be so much worse if that happened in the film so i feel like it's related to that like why it's able to be so goofy um i feel like that serves the plot you know what you see as plot holes, i think is funny you know it's necessary yeah otherwise yeah. there's no movie right i right. think maybe but- because i was high i couldn't just like there's a level of like fake reality that a movie is like we need you to just buy into this so we can yeah you know get to the and and can i say something i think that you went in wanting to hate it because i love it so much and that's Mm -hmm. fine and that's fine no that is false Mm -hmm. no no and that's fine that's chic that's fierce but like you know (laughs) like it's like it's too far it's too far Okay, first and foremost, yes. Am I am I a, a natural yeah. born hater? Yes. Yes. I went into this movie wanting to love this movie. I was okay. so ready to mm-hmm. love this movie. So many people have told me such good things about this movie. I was so ready yeah. to be like, like, come to the pod and be like, yo, fuck yeah. We did yeah. she's the man. This shit was killer. And I just remember I'll I'll give it another try and I'll be sober. Yeah. Okay. But it was. I love that you really think it's the weed. I know. I don't understand why he's clinging to that. He's like not. (laughs) It it is. It is kind of freaking me out that you're like. It's got to be the weed. Yeah. It's got to be the weed, not the fact that I watched the thing. I just didn't enjoy it. Like, just stick to it. Stick to your guns. I know you wish it was better for you, but at least let me tell you this. I watched it with my girlfriend. We laughed out loud several times. And like right. we recognize that it's not like oh my like so much of it is just very of a time. 
like you said, you texted me. It is violently of a time. And I admit a hundred percent. Um, so like it, it's, it, it's like, yes, but also enjoy a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, just take it easy. Like, I hey, was, hey, I was trying my absolute best. Well, what did you like? Was there a scene or a joke or, or, a or a recurring thing that you enjoyed in the film? So I think for me, what I liked was not even like the, like, was probably like stuff that was supposed to be in the back. Well, not even supposed to be in the background. Like, for example, uh, the principal's character is w- David Cross. Truly, unbelievable. Just a reincarnation of Tobias. Like, it's yeah. just that's yeah. that's who he is. That's he's the he's the same guy. You know that, right? Yeah. It's just, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just find out. All right, fuck off, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but the principal's character is really great i also did like how um i do think there's very clear moments where it's so obvious that amanda Bynes is a girl and just the fact that no one noticed yeah like i mean the whole shower thing um and how i think channing tatum like walks away and he's like you're weird it just like walks <laughs> Like it's, yeah, like shit like that where it's so, so obvious. I mean, like, to be he, clear, just to be clear, you wanted him to confront Amanda Bynes in the shower room about being a, about being a woman. Yes, yeah, not middle school. Not what she ideal, does. That would be the ideal thing that you change. Middle school like. me would have loved if that happened. Uh, Her voice I, is so clearly yeah. a woman putting on a guy's voice poorly. Okay. And you're like, nah, the shower scene. Yeah, yeah. Her, she's like, I've had a lot of time to do impressions of my sister, uh-huh. does a perfect woman's voice. Yeah. And Channing Tatum's like, this is freaking me out. And she's yeah. like, what? You're hot. And he's like, wait a second. Are you sure you like you like you, that's not one. He's like, you sure you're not, you're a dude like. I don't you know what I mean? I would like, say it, another part too was uh how the cra- quote unquote crazy girlfriend of mm. the brother apparently Money. is just always showing up to every place they go. Like she's going to this yeah. pizza place at the same time. She's go- the carnival makes sense. Like it seemed like the carnival was carnival like makes sense in the city, but it was like the fact that she was showing up everywhere like she was clearly a cia agent like there's no there's... no hold up where would where was she showing up besides the carnival and the pizza place the one time and the dorms and the dorms and no the, the dorms. dorms is when she's trying to go find him right but she just but... keeps up and i i do agree she keeps popping up and i love it i love every every scene where she gets to feel insane because her boyfriend won't text her back which is like the true thing we need to talk about this film is Oh, the brother's the brother, a the brother's, the brother's a dick. scumbag. The brother's a scumbag, and and we've been known, okay. <laughs> like, just tell her you want to break up. Just like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, it's yeah, he's well, he's not. Isn't great. his rationale when Amanda Bynes suggests she's, like she she yeah. suggests it? She's like, why don't you just break up with her? And he's like, because she's, she's the hot. hottest girl in school. And they're like, yeah. oh boy, wow, teens, huh? Yeah. Yeah, 2006, baby. Love it for everybody. Also, okay, all right. Now that we, now that the brother has come up, honestly, I think 
I think a lot of the, my gripes with the movie are actually with the brother than anything else. Sure. Uh, because one, how does he, how can he afford a flight to Europe and no one notices? Mm-hmm. Well, his family's rich and that's basically your answer they're so i mean they're doing debutante balls they're doing fairs they're going to private boarding school he's her just dad's at a sports game with a fucking sweater tied around the back right. like a fucking scarf like <laughs> chris is like that's... can you explain rich people to me i'm like no <laughs> like, what like yeah, i mean chris is like logistically this movie doesn't make sense because i mean race poor so hold on he's he's gonna fly first of all the fact that this guy's like i'm gonna go play my music in london like yeah it's like he shouldn't just be like hitting the road in the states is like as a like that's insane to me like music scene in london isn't necessarily bigger than it is in chicago like you know what i mean like he's just like i and it makes it makes no sense that he's like no i'm gonna go all the way to london also check this shit out um they're gonna have to fly my gear out there too that's going to be extra expensive. Oh, I'm an American going to London. Well, obviously, I need a visa process through all this. And I'm going to need a passport that's up to date. See, and that's I'm gonna need what I'm saying. Parents to sign off on this because I'm a minor. But that's mm-hmm. what you're saying. And I'm saying, what are we going to do this for? Every fucking movie? Yeah. Like, I'm watching <laughs> Saw thinking, like, how did Jigsaw afford this? Well, also, like... Yeah, some of those things, sure, don't make sense. But I'm also like, I buy it. Like, I'm going to suspend my disbelief for that passport versus like... Yeah, for I, sure. Chris is like, the whole movie doesn't make sense. What's happening with the visa? Like, like what? Yeah, Chris is stuck on the fact that there's logistics yeah. involved that don't make sense. Let's yeah. start with the fact that, yeah, Amanda Bynes can't pull off being a dude. We get it. But you know why well, we I accept it? Because nobody to. else does. Like, what's that? I don't think she's supposed to. I think that's the whole point. I think yeah, it's, it's like, part of the fun. Yeah, it's part the of the whole... fun that we're like, what is she doing? She can't. She sucks so bad at this, and they're all buying it. You're like, these people are stupid. That is part yeah. of the fun. Also, couldn't they cast somebody else that looks a lot more like her? Like, I don't know why. No, the I thought. I nah, I thought nah. the brother and Amanda Bynes looked so alike. I nah. just the literal second the brother appears on the screen, I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. All right. This nah. in fact like once that. once the brother appeared on screen, I found it a little more believable mm-hmm. that she could pass as the brother. But then it. It, it was you know what it is? It was the visa thing. I couldn't get over it. <laughs> I couldn't. Um, How does this kid get a work visa in England and just none of the? I you know what? Now that you, I forgot. I forgot that they were rich. Well, I didn't forget. I think just my high brain. See, once again, mm-hmm. it's the drugs. Mm-hmm. My high brain couldn't connect. That's it, huh? Like, oh, giant house that looks like uh, sure. Like they've that they has Greek columns, and you're like, I don't know how these people afford trips to London. <laughs> Like what? Like so hard to suspend my reality. You know when you word it like that, yeah, it is. That yeah. is on me. That was that yeah. was. You know, my bad. I'm grown enough to admit that was on me. Yeah. Good. Good. Rich people aren't that smart either, so I think that we need to keep that in mind as we're as we're. Yeah, having money, stuff. having yeah. money doesn't mean you know anything. Yeah. Yeah. Elon Musk, perfect example. Right. Also, exactly. I, I did find it funny how like to aggressively show Amanda Bynes as a tomboy, which like in mm-hmm. to use alts lingo and stuff is a quote unquote tomboy. 
the mom is all about debutantes and buys her daughter multiple dresses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The daughter wants all No, her mom sucks. Like, straight up, hasn't Mm -hmm. listened to a thing her kid has, like, nothing. It means, like, to her, she's like, well, I maybe she's like, I didn't like it when I was younger and I grew into it. You're like, mm-hmm. maybe that's fine or whatever. But like, do you remember how you felt when that was being pushed on you or did you gravitate towards it and you were accepted for it? Is it like it just makes no sense to me that a parent would be like, no, no, no. We're going to keep pushing you to do this thing when like you are so far the other way. Yeah. Her mom is not a feminist. And I think it's also like, I think it kind of like speaks to that time where like a lot of girls would like describe themselves as like tomboys. And Mm -hmm. I feel like Amanda Bynes' character was so like, she was both like a girl's girl and a guy's girl. Like, do you know what I mean? Like she was like there for setting Olivia up with someone, Mm -hmm. but also like she wants to fucking play soccer, dude. Mm -hmm. Like she's Mm -hmm. Mia Hamm, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel like she, I feel like Amanda's character is there to be a juxtaposition to everybody else in the same way that I feel like Channing Tatum's character Duke he's like he could come off as this like beefy guy but then he's also the most sensitive guy in the whole Mm -hmm. film right so I think there is supposed to be these like roles that we're like seeing as tropes and then it's supposed to like flip it on its head a bit so Mm -hmm. yeah I'll say straight up sucks though yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then so does the dad, but like oh, yeah. we don't get to see much of him. Yeah. Um, the the debutante stuff is ridiculous. Let's not forget that there was like this debutante carnival, and guess what? You're gonna have your 16 year old daughter run a kissing booth. Okay. I mean, in that okay. And you're, <laughs> you're, you're doling out her shit. <laughs> we cannot point out the film for the kissing booth, but also okay. what a fun scene. What that was also scene. something I could I mean not the carnival scene was fun, but like yeah. the whole what the fuck? Like you literally got like a ten-year-old child being like, "Hey, buddy, you want a piece of this? Yeah, fuck you, and I'll like, fight you." I thought that was you, Mike. I thought that was you in the film. <laughs> that was me. That was me. I w- I was twelve at the time. You know, we filmed well, it. Okay. It was filmed it in BC. Like a... I was on Vancouver. Good summer day. I was like, "You want a piece of this?" They were like, "No." Yeah. You say your line the way you say it. And I'm like, "I'll be in my trailer," and they didn't like that. Well, okay. that's like the, the range of people that was waiting in line to do the kiss. It looked Yo. like when someone on Tinder has the age range from 18 to yeah. 99. <laughs> like, have it was, you like, ever a, seen a kissing booth in real life? Like, I don't think I don't, they exist. Yeah. I don't think I, I have never seen one in real life. No. And I, I can't imagine. I don't understand. Like, why? Why is that? Why? Why? I don't. Why? Why? Like, I, I I'm that it, it? it's so weird to me it's so so weird but I think I just have forgotten how weird it is because I've seen the film so many times that I'm like oh yeah no that's crazy I also appreciate you calling this a film very good distinction from movie thank you so much <laughs> the, the kissing booth scene is absurd especially because yeah. like the the whole concept and then on top of it we're supposed to be like and this is Channing Tatum and Amanda yeah. Bynes meet cute. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hello. Hello, lady. I will transact to you one kiss, please. And she's like, okay. And then they make out in front of a whole line of people being like, yeah. chop, chop. I've got to go get cotton candy. <laughs> well, honestly, that was hot. That's hot. And um, they can do that. The, that the kiss was hot. hot? The kiss was hot. Channing Tatum, Amanda Bynes, cute couple. I'll say it. 
You know? They're supposed to be children. They're, but you know, Channing what Tatum like, easily thirty something in this movie. Well, <laughs> looking this. Listen, Ariana I think thinks that the best 20. love is the kind that is transactional. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, I don't, I'm on record saying that. So, <laughs> what wow. you want? You want somebody who cares about you? Okay, I would love Chris. That. All uh, right. Yeah, you know so what? Nice. You know Hold what? I'm second. in the wrong. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Hang, hang on. Hang on. Channing Tatum was not a child in this movie. Not underage in this movie. How old yeah. was Channing Tatum in this movie? Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Let's see. Should we Google? No, no. I know. I oh, know. I'm. Know. I'm asking you guys to guess. I'm gonna guess 21 or 20. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Chris, say, what's your guess? I would say maybe 23. Okay, and now what about Amanda Bynes? How old was Amanda Bynes? I think so, she's like two years younger than him. Maybe. I admittedly I already looked up okay. what, uh, Amanda Bynes' age in this movie because okay. I thought maybe they went with a high school instead of college. Because it, it made way more sense that this would have been college than high school. Yeah, uh, sure. But she like was just 18 when this movie came out. No, so she was 20 year. when this movie came out. Okay. 20. What? And how old was she? 20 when this movie came out. Channing Tatum, 26. Oh, when this movie wow. came out. So, would you, for you guys, would the film, would you have a better opinion of the film if it took place in college versus high school? I mean, I would, I, I would definitely think it may, like, I wouldn't have the hiccup of, so what is this high school? They sleep there and I don't get it. College, <laughs> immediately, no more thought. Kissing booth college. Yeah. Okay. American colleges are fucking stupid. Let's do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like sure. a, a lot more stuff gets a little less icky, you know, and, and also her going from her car, like her high school, she's about to go to college. She's like, well, mm -hmm. I'm going to go skip these other, these two weeks so I can go to this other college and then show up somebody cover for me. It makes a lot more sense like that. Like mm -hmm. to me, high school isn't people, like nobody's got cars in high school yet. You know what I mean? Like oh, to okay. me, high school, like you're still 16. You you finish high school yeah. in Quebec. You're 16. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. that's high school for us. But so apparently America, you guys ended at 18. Like that's fucked up. In America, land of the free, home of the brave. Uh, we Shut graduate high school the proper way at 18 mm -hmm. years old. Yeah. So there's like juniors and seniors right. will typically start to have cars yeah. or like get to drive one of their parents cars mm -hmm. to school and shit so like that makes sense the disconnect for you since it's, it's yeah a, the schooling system's a little different for me yeah. 16 17 is when you're graduating the, i understand it was a boarding school but the way they reflected the dorms was just such the exact same way that they reflect dorms in college movies okay. that i was like why not just make this College. she's a freshman in college or whatever like okay. it, it, that'd be nice but that was not it being high school yeah. versus college was not what prevented not the biggest problem. Yeah. yeah okay interesting yeah yeah um, i i think i think it's just like even if it is college it's a little ridiculous like the kissing booth mm -hmm. uh the the i do think the the fun little heist movie energy of we have to make we have to make Viola uh, Violet stand up uh, stand out to these guys as like someone they can respect. How do we get their respect? Uh, make sure she, it's clear that she has has been uh, flecking a bunch of women. Uh, I mean, okay, great. I love that. that. <laughs> that scene was great. The scene where they're all coming that in and being like, I miss you. I love yeah. you. I knew I wasn't woman enough for you. And like, it's it's a man. Like, 
maybe the ass slap. But I, I mean, it's such a good. She had scene. to sell it. She, she, she had I mean, it's a very it. funny comedic beat like where this. she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> It's a great comedic beat where she like waits. She's like mid like sob. She's like, eh, right, eh, like crying and waiting for the ass slap and then so indicating it. And yeah. it's a funny beat. Yeah. I mean, the women I, in the film are so fucking funny to me. Like, I was just about to say, I wish I saw the friends more. Yeah, I, agree. I wish Ron I, was in it more. I wish you know they they seem like they. The, uh, I would love to see like a spinoff of just that group of friends. You mm-hmm. know. I, I'll say, like, I remember this movie with more of the friends in it. Yeah. I remember that being, like, um, like memorable enough where I was like, oh, we're going to see them again. Yeah. Well, basically, it. we see them in, like, a crowd watching with um, what's-his-face, the, 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 the guy makeover friend. Yeah, which also so – he's – very reading very gay i don't think they explicitly say it right but having Mm -hmm. like a a gay man do this makeover for you is is Mm -hmm. is also like a very endearing scene for me (laughs) i i i thought that was just like the 2000s way of being like we don't need to say more yeah he has frosted tips you get it he's a hairdresser i feel like you can you can assume yeah he works in a salon gay you know it's like Yeah. yeah i mean Two thousand six. That's well, all that's they like get to the, say. The white male friend of Channing Tatum, right? Was yes. he like under? So, no, I don't, I don't know. know. We, I, don't know. I feel like we're not supposed to think about him much. <laughs> like he, he just gives so little yeah. anything. And because just, at the yeah. end of the movie, when they're at the debutante ball, the way he says hi mm-hmm. to Channing Tatum and Man the Binds, mm-hmm. like the. The reason why I'm pointing this out is because the whole movie it it felt like he was going overkill with his comments, where it oh, screams yes. you're compensating for right. something. And like I it, love if that's what the plot, the filmmakers were trying to do with that, because I I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be because, as real as possible here and say, Chris, I think yeah. you were baked and you read too much into it. <laughs> like I feel like we can't look. I will say I had a good time with this movie, but I draw the line with giving it too much credit. Like yeah, this is okay. I I won't I won't allow for them to be like the subtext okay. here is yeah. Like I would also like to talk about Malcolm for a second, please, because the other thing that stood out as something that fucking freaked me out was Malcolm's obsessiveness. Yeah, the pillowcase. The pillowcase, the fact that he's like doing everything like he's like, no, I write poetry, too. Uh, I'm in I'm in your window and I see you, but you don't see yeah. me. You're like, what? Hey, buddy. Wait, what? You got a pet yeah. tarantula red flag. Um, hey, you know, buddy. Like, it's so funny. Like the other thing is and, and this is a credit to the guy because he's so despicable that I don't like him for <laughs> real, even though he was playing a character. But like. Yeah. When when I read that Channing Tatum's like towel slap around the head and hit him in the eye, yes, like it really hit him for real. Uh-huh. And like obviously there's a sound effect added, but it was very satisfying and so funny. But apparently it hit him for real, and his reaction to fall over was genuine. And like yes. he's like honestly so hurt. Good. And this guy was so good at being such an asshole that I read that and I was like honestly good. Like I don't. <laughs> I know he's an actor and that's his job and whatever, but like compliments to the chef, buddy. You did a great job and I feel no bad about you getting hurt for real. None. I also think the whole subplot of him losing a tarantula is just hilarious. 
Like that is so funny to me. Like, it, it, I, like I, what? <laughs> I don't get why. Because, like, I guess there's, like, what does this tarantula d- accomplish? It gives us a scene later with Channing Tatum and right. Amanda Bynes where they're both freaking out, screaming on the bed. Right. It gives us him having an excuse to, like, go up to Olivia and be like, feel pity yeah. for me. I've lost my dear pet tarantula, which you've told me as my friend that you like, I think. I don't know. Like, I don't. I, I There's there's <laughs> nothing beyond that. So he's, like, he literally loses that as, like, a weird beat to, like, try to have something to approach Olivia with. And then for that scene with Amanda Bynes and Jane Tatum, Hey, 2024 me, I'm going to go ahead and say, I have some edits and this is part of it. No, you don't no, need no, to no. give that, the weird that, guy tarantula. Give no, him a worm. He has to be in there because the spider leads to one of the best lines in cinema ever, which is, uh, do you like cheese? Well, I guess I do. My favorite's Gouda. Like it, that had to be in the film. Like, <laughs> like just love it. Why? Cheese. Why yeah. does the but that doesn't require the tarantula? Yes, it does because it puts no. them in this intimate moment on the bed, right? Where it's like they're they're flipping gender norms, right? Where it's like that happens dreams, before, people. though. Yeah, but it's not the it's not the same without like having a this Hang on, no, I'm people. calling your what, ass out. What, Hold on, no, no, no. Hear them. The scene, it was already fine. It was there without the spider. We didn't need the tarantula. No, they, were they all, wouldn't have no. gotten on the bed. They wouldn't have no, gotten on they the would bed. Have. You know that, Mike, and you know that. They wouldn't have gotten on the bed, sure, but there's others. Yeah. Like, look, fair, got yeah. it, but it didn't have to be this guy's tarantula. It could have just been like, oh, that's a mouse. Like, it could have, you know what I mean? The the the, the, the choice. <laughs> now we're talking changing the, the type of animal. But that's what I'm saying is like the the choice that they made with this guy. He's already so unlikable. Yeah. Like we know we're not rooting for him in the slightest. Give the man a tarantula is a very good, funny choice. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I just try to find a more I would try to find a better way to get them to like hug if that's it. Because honestly, I love how I love how I got clowned for not getting over the plot hole of the But Mike is losing it about the spider. The spider, yes. Like, hey, why Chris. do you guys just enjoy movie making? You know, it's like it's this is cinema, baby. Quentin Tarantino oh, no. was here, like it should have been a rat. Like, <laughs> like I think you guys up, are misunderstanding but... my point here, which yeah. is no, we heard you. No, 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 no. Listen, listen carefully. You're misunderstanding. You're. It feels willful at this point. You're misunderstanding, Chris. Please calm down. Put your shirt back on. It, you were misunderstanding, my Chris. Shirt <laughs> on. on. This is scary. Chris, is one nipple lower than the other? Chris, Chris listen. Put it back on. Your nipples. Stop. What are you doing? That's you don't tell nice. me what to do on my own podcast. Oh my <laughs> you are in your home. Technically, it's true. But like this. Anyway, point is, I'm saying. That they went so over the top with this guy being a villain <laughs> and we didn't need that because he was doing such a good job otherwise that's what okay. i'm saying the tarantula was unnecessary in the way that like no. when we saw the tarantula i was no. like the, like I tarantula, the tarantula was the icing on the cake thing about mm-hmm. him yeah <laughs> It's the icing on the cake in the same way that, like, th- I'm already suspending so much of my disbelief. Actually, you know what? You know what? You're telling you know me. What? Hang, hang Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me. You're telling me that nobody knows this guy is the tarantula guy already. 
like, like that's what I'm saying. It's like that fits so perfectly. So why not? Right? Like they, mm-hmm. I don't think he needs to have a redeeming quality. You know? Should've, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, I'm gonna back down, saying, but Chris, please put your saying. shirt back on. Yeah. I'm backing put your down. Back on. In fact, we don't want to see that shit. Yeah, it, got, it looks cold in there. Maybe <laughs> nipples just cutting glass. Over in there. fact, in fact, I'm not a lot I'm of gonna, nipple talk on this episode, huh, Chris? <laughs> I'm gonna pull. A, I'm gonna put on a collared shirt and pop it, just like yeah. how. Uh, oh my the god! What boyfriend his did? What's, what was his him. name? Josh. I want to say. What was Amanda Bynes' boyfriend? But I fucking oh, Justin. 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 The, the asshole boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. That's Justin. I'm yeah. saving I'm saving a character to talk about later, so I really hope we can keep going with Justin for as long as you want. I I mean, to me, he's just classic asshole boyfriend, right? Yeah. He's supposed to represent like this kind of uh, misogynistic dude and he does that yeah. he does exactly what he came to do yeah. um i did and, like then he's yeah. like ninja goalie which i thought was like all right buddy yeah. <laughs> well because uh i will say, i will say you know it's actually kind of funny now as we're talking mm-hmm. about i'm starting to come around on this movie a little bit okay. uh so the same thing happened with wedding crashes. I was not on board with wedding crashes at the beginning. Well, of yeah, the you're a hater. Like we know this. Like, I, like I don't understand See, why you're like. Chris, like, Chris no. is a hater in the way that he's applying 2024 to the past. Yeah. And is no, like, no, yeah, no, yeah. Tell no. me I'm wrong. Go back and listen to the episode, bitch. You know I'm right. You you have access. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on RSS.com. We're on Overcast. We're on all these platforms. <laughs> Google Podcasts. You go I mean, back and listen to Wedding Crashers and tell me you didn't listen. You literally say at one point, I'm look look, I'm applying a little bit of today to like back then, and that's what makes it a little uncomfortable at times. And I'm telling I you I would just like to say that AI technology has gotten really <laughs> crazy. No, listen, I, let me tell you something. I don't trust a single opinion Chris has. He's also He was also the biggest Kanye West fan. I, people are wrong. Okay, okay hold on. No, no, no. no, no, no I can't blame him for that. People I can't blame him okay. for that. I was a huge okay. Kanye West fan. I'm not. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be? Kanye put out a lot of great yeah. music before he fucking yeah. went stupid. Yeah, he okay. didn't have to go so hard, though. You know? see, this is like... why, see, this is why you messy. You just bring up the past. You just, you, you so messy. messy. I'm bringing up the past? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I would love to see a picture. Ariana, of do you want to be Chris Mejia? Come on, bring Ariana. Would you would you like to be the official third co-host of this podcast? I would love nothing more than Chris to on Chris every week. <laughs> I'm. This is what I'm talking about. We need more of it. I think. Yeah. Because usually Chris yeah. does this with other people, and now I get why he finds it so fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. i am a victim right now and i don't appreciate the unsafe space that you both have created (laughs) we got to get Lindsay back on the pod to talk about married at first sight australia i'll tell you what anyway (laughs) you know what i find it so endearing that you guys watch all these dating reality tv shows but Mm rom-coms you're like i don't know there's some plot holes (laughs) like like dating reality shows are insane Yes, they're insane, but we yeah. don't take... Look, hold on a sec. Now we're opening a different can Achana. of worms, okay? Yeah. I'll s- Here's the thing about watching the rom-coms. We're pointing out stuff that took us out of the moment, right? Like, that's sure. fair. Yeah. Reality TV, we're looking for mess. Christopher, don't do this. Pulled up an old picture of himself. Is <laughs> are, are, what, what is this? Are you just saying... 2007. 
2006, 2007. So you're saying you're showing us this to be like, this is who you're hurting when you talk that's like not, this. That's not Chris. That's Amanda Bynes. She's just doing blackface. <laughs> In Black History Month. Yeah. No less. Oh, wait, Chris, we can see your fucking yeah. screen. We see you. Yeah. Like you're Chris is holding up his phone <laughs> into the camera and then lowered it enough that he's just reflecting his browser to us from I his computer. That. It's like reflecting into his phone. Man, science is crazy. Can you not reveal the magic? Can you not re ruin the magic of this podcast? <laughs> I was just going to say, to go oh, back before I was yeah. uh, unreasonably slandered by the both of you, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. one thing I did enjoy about the character Justin was that he, I feel like he was a very textbook, yeah. perfect example of how my assumption dudes were like in high school at that time where like yeah very clearly like in the beginning it shows him being cute with amanda yeah. Bynes and they're having fun or whatever but then and like complimenting her being like you're better than most of the guys on the team and all of that but then once he's around his other mm -hmm. dudes and his like masculinity is like in danger or whatever instantly crumbles because instead of just being a like reasonable dude and being like hey yo let's this is my girl just let's hear her out let's let her have a mm -hmm. chance let's see, let her play and see yeah like he's just instantly like you can yeah. see him like look at his boys and be like mm -hmm. oh i gotta be on their side because they're my boys you know like you're my woman you need to obey me and all that yeah, so i i feel up. like his character was very obnoxious, but I do feel like it was very true. Like, oh, yeah, those guys were out there, buddy, and still are a lot like a crazy amount. Honestly, a fucking stupid amount of guys out there are still like this. And I hate that. But right. that's why this movie at the time was like, yeah, OK, perfect. It's less rom-com and more the story of Amanda Bynes being like, mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm going to show you like here, yeah. here I come, which is why it's like, yes, it's a rom-com and there's. It's definitely heavier on the ROM than Princess Diaries. Like, I think that, like, you're right. At that time, there's that guy. Although, even back then, it would have been so much bigger of a flex to be like, to turn to one of your boys and be like, yeah, buddy, you need to step it up. My girlfriend can kick your ass. Like, it's like, I only keep the highest company. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And even then, that's steeped in like some misogyny because it's like, even my girlfriend could kick your ass. Yeah. But like she can. And he wouldn't be lying about it. And she'd be like, you have my back and that rules. But he doesn't also, have her back. I was really problem. hope I get that they had Amanda had to train with Channing Tatum to get better. Uh -huh. I was really hoping that right out of the gate, she was just going to crush it and be so much better just to mm -hmm. like instantly show like she had like like she was ready to go and just needed to overcome some shit to be able to like, but also like at the same time, it's like, no, it makes sense that she had to train with Channing yeah. Tatum and that's how they strengthen their bond. Yeah. But also she shit. was probably in her head about like, do these guys think I'm a guy? Like, right. that know? is true. That's a very, like she's probably worried about a bunch of other stuff after training with Channing Tatum. Like clearly she could hang. She's like, like there's some <laughs> stuff that she was not doing. Like, first of all, bicycle kicks in fucking, High school soccer are completely unnecessary, especially <laughs> so when they don't fucking pay it off. 
they don't even win with a bicycle kick. I'm so sorry, but like, what is the point of going through the bicycle kicks and having her like fall mm -hmm. back and hit her head on the ground several mm -hmm. times just for it to not come into play? And then we have these like far away shots of like Channing Tatum behind a tree being like, he must really want to join the team and being like, that's endearing. And then these other shots of Vinnie Jones, the coach, being like, you know, like his gusto is huge. Like, I'm going to give him a shot, obviously. And she makes the team like she does get it. And that's satisfying. Like, yeah, it is a satisfying because I get Chris's thing, too, because I'm like, damn, she was already supposed to be so good, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. and then but it is a satisfying watch to see her want something so bad, you know, Yeah, that she didn't mm -hmm. get like because, mm -hmm. in fact, she only really wanted to give up because of how hard it was to try to right. pose as her brother. Yeah. Then, like, the mm -hmm. fact that she, like, the first practice didn't go well. And, I mean, yeah. she still, like, made the she team. Never doubted, just... She never doubted her ability at soccer, period. Mm -hmm. Full stop. Yeah. Never, not once. She never wavered. And I guarantee when she got second string, she was like, fucking seriously? Like, first of all. But also, it makes mm -hmm. sense in the story because... She's preoccupied. Like, yeah, there's a lot more happening here. And like the I mean, motivation is spite. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's also playing that. in the back of your head. I you also know? think like, you know, she's really busy trying to keep Eunice away from her. So Thank like... you. Finally, finally. <laughs> Let's talk about her. Let's talk about you. Okay, hold on. Can I say one more thing before we get into probably yeah. the star of the movie? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say I did love the running joke of like mm -hmm. when there's a moment presented that should have been like this fucked up thing, mm -hmm. the coach or the principal, but a, most especially the coach, especially the coach who presents this like very toxic masculinity energy. Yeah. But then the second when Amanda Bynes was like, uh, I can't do shirt. I can't do skins. I have a condition. And then the coach is just like, well, here at this school, we're very inclusive and, you know, we don't, you know, exclude anyone for who they are. Oh, so, yeah, sure. You'll be you'll wear a shirt like the, like multiple no, times. He in that was movie. he was sarcastic then when she's like, I'm allergic to the sun. He's like, oh, OK, so I guess we're going to be accommodating to you, you little bitch boy. You fucking loser dweeb. Hey, get this. Hastings needs to keep wearing a shirt. Are we fine with that? Yeah, stay with the shirt, you fucking bitch boy. And then he like leaves. But like later on, he even goes like, you want it like he does say something along the lines of like, you want to play soccer with the girls? Like you kick like a girl, blank like a girl, this kind of stuff. And then at the end, when Amanda Bynes is like, I'm actually I've been impersonating my brother for the last two weeks and I'm actually uh, Violet hastings and not sebastian hastings and i prove i proved myself to the team and i made it and i should play and the other coach is like well she can't play she's a girl and he's like here we don't discriminate but he goes on but he was just saying like you kick like a girl or something it's like make up your mind either be misogynistic or don't like but you can be both you can be both we all have <laughs> things that we yeah, yeah, like, we have... internalized misogyny and like yeah you know, i know and... okay mike have yeah. you not seen a job application that on on the job application says they want someone who can wear many hats <laughs> exactly i tell them my head's all too right small. that coat <laughs> <laughs> I can I can fit maybe shout out to that. kicks. Shout out fit. to kicks. I have a feeling that that's a moment she's gonna laugh at because she's also gonna be like, actually, your head's pretty big, buddy. You're like, you don't have a small head. 
and also hey kicks i miss you too you know that's all right so I, eunice eunice yes is um perfect a revelation so um, funny she is the malcolm of the girls Malcolm of the girls? Yeah, like she's obsessive in the same way Malcolm is. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I disagree. She's not she's not Malcolm level obsessive. Malcolm is almost no, hold on. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Mal okay. like Eunice is intense. She's intense. She's into somebody, but she's not doing things behind their back. Or at least we're not being brought to a part where there she we're seeing okay. something like that. Like Malcolm is admits like in his quote unquote his lyrics in his poem or whatever he admits to staying outside of olivia's window and peeping on her uh he talks to his uh tarantula about what he's gonna do with her uh has olivia on a pillowcase like yeah. is is manipulating yeah. like around her and trying to like min like trying to like inspire whatever mm -hmm. he thinks will get her to like him like sure there's that like element in Eunice but she's not doing it like from she's kind of like just I funny. want you to know I'm so into you and they're like okay Eunice that's very nice she's like okay great I thought I like that you're responding at all and it's like that's it the only time that is yeah. kind of weird is when she like watches Amanda Bynes sleep, sleep. in the morning yeah. <laughs> and that's like like that's creepy yes yeah. but also like she offered her a place to stay and Eunice is like, I can't believe this is happening. And also good morning. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you're the hottest guy I've seen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. I also love that uh, Toby and Eunice have a moment at the end. Oh, incredible. Oh, yeah. Incredible. I, and I also like that they talk about the dynamics of social groups and whatever, where he's like, yeah. when, so when I wanted to date Eunice, you guys made fun of me. But now Sebastian wants to date Eunice and you're like, Eunice must be kind yeah. of fire. It's right. like, yeah, well, you know, you're not Sebastian. And it's like, oh, fuck. So this is like literally social media. Mm -hmm. This is literally mm -hmm. comedy industry. This is like all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's all the same. That's the kind of dynamic that makes me sick of people. Mm -hmm. Just like mm -hmm. what you like, Toby, you should have asked out Eunice. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. And also, bro, at the end. I'm so sorry. He does at the end after he gets the OK from the fact that Sebastian went on a date with her and his friend had nothing to That's say true. about it after he pointed out the hypocrisy. <laughs> also, I can't get over the fact that we get like one black dude in this movie and his name is fucking Toby. OK, Toby, Toby, Toby. You're telling me nobody writing this movie saw Roots? Nobody mm -hmm. fucking... Well, I believe that because I, this movie, I don't <laughs> think anybody writing this movie saw Roots. Okay, but like, Toby? You're going to call the one black dude fucking Toby? Unless that's the character's name in Twelfth Night. I'm looking up Twelfth Night characters. <laughs> no, it's, I can guarantee you it's not. I can guarantee Shakespeare didn't invent the name Toby. Okay, but like, motherfucking... Toby, literally. Okay, no. Toby is yeah, the name of Olivia's a, there uncle. There is a Sir Toby okay. Belch. Okay, is it right. true? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what they could have done is given Toby the to the white guy friend. <laughs> Straight up. I'm sorry, but like the one I haven't even seen Roots. The only scene I know is the fucking. Stop my it. name is Kunta Kinte. Like that's the whole fucking scene that I know. And you're that's the one guy. The yo, one guy. Yo, the Ariana, guy that's so crazy that for Black History Month you chose such an anti-black movie. 
Listen. And this is why we brought you on the pod to hold you accountable. I am an ally. Uh... <laughs> like, like I, you know, it's sad. I don't think I can name a black led rom com from before 2018. Besides well, love and basketball. Okay. And, oh, well, that counts. Yeah, that counts. And uh, the Julia Stiles movie. So half black. <laughs> the the dancing movie. Oh, Save the Last Dance. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be real. Rom-com is a very white genre. I know that. Oh, no, 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 no. The white ones got funded for the most yeah, part. That's, that's what, what it yeah. is. That's what I mean. But like, you, ha- you haven't seen Love Don't Cost a Thing. You haven't seen. I, feel like I mean, seen it's. It Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I actually Lillian's haven't seen that. What, what movie with two black leads was a blockbuster hit rom com? Blockbuster hit, though? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? Like, it's, I feel like, because well, most black classics funded. weren't uh, weren't really yeah. crossing over to like white people. Well, white people weren't caring about black films until it was cool to care yeah. about black films. So yeah. because of that, that, that question is kind of like a, that's like saying like, Chicken Oh, the there's like situation. way more uh, successful superhero movies yeah. that are male led versus uh female led. And mm-hmm. that's just largely because for the longest time, Hollywood mm-hmm. just wasn't even wanting to like right. fund that. That's what uh, I'm saying though. Yeah, like it's like when people are like, "There's so many there. more gay people in the media now." It's like, no, they've been around, dude. They just like, yeah, they weren't f- getting the attention. They weren't getting on screen, like, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. That's a whole other discussion. Yeah, Excuse yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be back next week, and then we'll choose a black yeah, we'll, movie. And... Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know yeah, what? We'll, I'll be we'll back get a cast of black leads. Women's History Month, and I'll choose a black movie for that one. How about that? Okay, <laughs> okay, and we're back. So yeah, we're back. Uh, <laughs> that long hour long break we took between the intros and now uh yeah. was not being recorded we're gonna get into the movie right now so we can start fresh i'm kidding could you imagine <laughs> what an insane thing die. to do yeah um Eunice. <laughs> and we're starting yeah and let's go uh ariana ramek everybody okay so we got um i do Eunice. have to leave soon by the way yes um, yeah i, I know, know you guys have a heart out as well but yeah we're gonna get to the roses and thorns immediately once chris gets back from the bathroom um that. you and i can discuss this like eunice was yeah. great she's very fun she's outgoing she is unabashedly herself yes. and like yes she's a little creepy but that isn't helped by the fact that she's got hella braces and he- headgear yeah. and like that's literally it's like when you're part machine it's hard mm-hmm. to like see the human and yet toby saw it and you know good for him but he should have he should have trusted his gut and gone for it. And I, mm-hmm. I would say, you know, yeah, I agree. Grow I agree. up, but it's also apparently high school. Yeah, it's uh, like we do care. That's inherently something that we care about, right? And also, like, who does have a crush on the girl with the headgear? I know I wouldn't, if I'm being real. You know? Yeah, let's be real. Let's, let's be, be real. real. Let's be for fucking real, Mike. Like, <laughs> I wanna. I want. Yeah, I'll be real. But you know what? I'll also say one thing that bothered me big time. We can talk about this until Chris gets back. Sebastian's lyrics are ass, and yeah, um, Sebastian's so lyrics stop Olivia in her tracks. Like, they they pour out of Amanda Bynes' backpack, and she's like, "What's this?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, po 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 lyrics. Yeah. I write lyrics." Uh, they're his his my lyrics my lyrics and she's like wake up i've been waiting yeah Uh i mean uh and she doesn't know the song 
She just yeah. read the lyrics and she's like, wow, you're so deep. And she's like, yeah, I know. I've been telling him that me, I've been telling me to mm -hmm. enter this is the contest or whatever. And then finally, after a fight in the bathroom at the debutante ball, Olivia is told, just go up to him and mm -hmm. tell him how you feel and give him and, and kiss him. And she does it when Sebastian comes back from London early and she mm -hmm. kisses him and she goes, wake up. I've been waiting for you to open your eyes so I can tell you that I think I'm ready. I'm All ready right. to free fall into the unknown. Buddy, what this is. <laughs> I I think they want. Of course, a high school girl would like this. Yeah. This is bad garbage, doo doo right. garbage. I think they wanted him to be like a John Mayer esque type of character. I mean, uh, he was hot back then. Like this was this would have been uh, when Continuum. Yeah. Let me yeah. look yeah. this up. No, <laughs> Mike it would have been Mike knows dates. <laughs> it would have been Room for Squares. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm thinking Room for Squares probably still. Yeah. No, Continuum had come out that year. Heavier yeah. things was a bit of a bust personally, but I mean, yeah. continuous good shit. Look, okay. Point is the lyrics were doo-doo garbage, nasty shit, and nobody fucking cared for that, I believe. But what I do know is that it is time to get to our roses and thorns. Um. Oh, did I miss Eunice? Uh, no, we basically yeah. covered everything. Okay. Yeah, we. Situation. you miss Eunice. What, what, yeah. You can give her a rose in your section. Do you want to okay. start with her? Uh, okay, so for my roses... I give Eunice, who was just, she was just out here horny. Like she just, she just <laughs> wanted, she just wanted some dick. Like she just. I feel like just, you really relate to the Eunice character, Chris. It because was okay. that's what you look like in 2006. <laughs> okay, okay. Wow. 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 Okay. I'm the hater. I'm the <laughs> hater. Okay. All right. First off, you're not wrong. Second yeah. off. Eunice was just out here. Mm -hmm. I disagree with Mike. She was not on the same mm -hmm. level as Malcolm. Mm -hmm. She was just because she was obsessed. Wait, yes, we but disagree. No, I say we, we agree. agree. I say yeah. Malcolm. Yeah. Oh, Ariana, did you say that? Yeah, and I yes. get and I get what Mike's saying. He he's right. I agree. I okay. just thought they both had Thank the same you. nervous energy. Thank they you. were definitely both like they had crushes and didn't and were too socially mm -hmm. awkward to do anything right. Of no socially <laughs> acceptable about it, yeah. but at the end of the day, she was always like she was a weirdo, like she was a creep, she was yeah. a creep, but like she was a respectable creep, like she knew the boundaries, she never mm -hmm. like really tried to press herself on anyone. Yeah. Uh, even when she watched Amanda Bynes sleep, she was doing it from a, a respectable distance, like, right. yeah. <laughs> Like, no in fact, like, she got ready. She even made her bed and just sat and wait, which is like, how long did you just sit and wait? That was, you yeah. know, did she make her bed or there were no sheets on that mattress? I think it was just a bare mattress and she let Violet like oh, sleep in maybe her bed. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, also, so yeah, Rose goes to Eunice because she was just horny. She just wanted some dick. And then you know what? Her and Toby end up being a thing. And mm -hmm. you know, it's funny because they made me think of there was, there's, uh, it's a classic you see it all the time the like awkward white girl and like n like either nerdy black dude mm -hmm. or like mm -hmm. a black dude who even if he doesn't look nerdy you just know he's like hella 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 in the anime like they are always mm -hmm. like there was like two of those couples at my high school and like and you were one of them i was <laughs> Ah, 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> y'all are listening to Ariana Romick's last episode on We Didn't Get a Rhodes podcast, Forever Band. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Eunice was just horny. She just wanted some dick. Uh, she just wanted to get good grades and get some dick. Uh, mm -hmm. Another rose goes to David Cross's character, the principal. Yeah, Truly, every on. scene with him was so funny. Uh, I know this scene doesn't age well, but it was still it was funny to me of like when Malcolm is trying to convince the principal that uh, Sebastian is clearly a girl. And mm -hmm. when Amanda Bynes walks by talking on the phone about dresses with her mom mm -hmm. and just like Malcolm looks at the principal and the principal is just like, hey, you know, we accept everybody and all like it was. It like, was just... Have you ever tried to walk in those? They're they're hard. <laughs> you know, like he's got her like he's got his back. It's very sweet. I do like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shocker. Like... David Cross is going to get a rose from me, too. Obviously, like I love <laughs> David Cross and I think he was great in this. <laughs> Just off his ass the whole time. Uh, Thorns goes to the kissing booth. The existence of the kissing booth. That shit was yep. wild. Yeah. That I honestly like. I that like I I got legit upset about the kissing booth. Um, there. The actually, you know what? This was originally a thorn. I'm gonna make this a rose. The fact that everyone is at this school too stupid to clearly see that Amanda Bynes was was a girl. Yeah. And there uh, we go. You know Finally. what? I turned around. <laughs> Yeah, you converted Fine. me. I'm legit because now that I think about it, it is funny how blatantly obvious it is, yeah. and how even like her wig comes off, and then the principal's like, "Ah, you're balding." Like, yes, it's just, yes, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so good. So I have, I have, I've turned around. I've converted on that. Yeah. Um, thorn goes to um. Actually, I don't have another thorn. I'll give one more rose to the friends and the hairdresser. They were really fun characters. Yeah. And I really wish the movie had them more because I understand they were used the right amount. Like they weren't used right. too much. They may it's always better to leave people wanting more. But at the same time, they were just so fun that it was like I kind of wish I got to see their dynamic more, see them return. Or that they kept the bit of like how they used the friends to help sell Sebastian. That would have been nice. But um, yeah, those are my roses and thorns. Uh, Ariana, you want to go next or Mike, you want to go? No, Ariana, go ahead. Okay. Uh, all, so the thorn for me that you didn't mention, I feel like we have similar ones, the kissing booth. Um, and also like Sebastian is kind of like the worst character. Oh, yeah, he fucking sucks, dude. He fucking but sucks. I forgot. Like, yes, thank you. you know, and then like Olivia ends up dating him and I'm just like, she doesn't really know him. Like what's the nah. point of the whole mm -hmm. thing? But I get that they didn't have a lot of time to develop him because his character is supposed to be like away, which like, away. Thank God. Um, but yeah, so that would be kind of like my one thing where I'm like this, I've never really thought about that before we had this discussion, even though I've seen mm -hmm. the film so many times. Um, my Rose is like, I mean, Amanda Bides, I think does an incredible job, delivers <laughs> some of the best lines. Chew like you yeah. have a secret. And then she chews the chicken like this, like, like that's so <laughs> yeah. funny to me like i that makes me laugh cry every time i yeah. see it like it's, i think it's just really incredible i think it also like came out at a time where you know obviously we're dealing with like a lot of tropes of like what it needs to be feminine or masculine mm -hmm. or like things right. like that and i know there's like some controversy with this film of like how that's represented in things but like 
I think that they do a good job in some parts of being like, yeah, and why does it matter if she's a boy or girl? So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah and I just overall very rewatchable for me, very mm-hmm. still fun, very mm-hmm. still hilarious, and I just will live and die for Amanda Bynes. So, and you know what, I yeah. will. It's not my place to say this, but at least from my observation, I will say for a movie that mm-hmm. is using the trope of one person posing as a different gender and all of that, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to <laughs> Joanna, man. Uh, yeah. but Bro. Not a positive one. Not a positive shout out. Jesus uh, Christ. Not a positive Talking about one. a movie I haven't thought about in fucking decades, dude. What yeah. the fuck? Oh, you know what? There's your... Black lead rom Yeah, yeah, Shut yeah. There we the, go. Everybody yeah. erase that from your memory. That's a, yeah. what a me- don't do that. Anyway, would, would white chicks be a black or a white rom com? <laughs> is a stretch with that movie. That is. That's so a little. Funny. That's that's a, a a little rom sprinkled in, but yeah. not driving the plot. Yeah. But all of this to say, I considering how much of. Considering the time this movie was made Mm -hmm. and how much of this movie revolves around that, it's surprisingly there was a lot of moments where I felt like it could have gotten really worse with the jokes and they did it. So like Mm -hmm. I I did want to give this movie its props of like Mm -hmm. the whole time I was waiting for to have the like, oh, this movie turned bad, bad. Uh, And it like, I'm not saying it's good, but it's like, Considering the time mm-hmm. it came mm-hmm. out, and like it especially worse. the mid, like the in the entirety of the odds, still to this day, but especially in t- the entirety of the odds, uh-huh. like the two thousands was very much like oh the funniest joke you can make is homophobia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, <laughs> he's gay, right? And yeah. surprisingly, this movie did not make none of that. Yeah, that that joke, and if they did, it was nowhere near as much as that theoretically it should have considering mm-hmm. the time. So I did I did want to give the movie have. the props. Yeah, this that. movie was missing homophobia, I think. And <laughs> I would have liked it more. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> no, I'm uh, saying you know, nah, I know what job. you're saying. Ariana's gonna go. Let me do my run down. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, I uh my roses and thorns are very similar. Uh I think that this movie's got a lot of fun jokes that like had me and uh, my girlfriend laughing. And I think that the friends, uh, Paul, Yvonne and Kia are a lot of fun. I wish they were in the movie more. Mm-hmm. I think that everybody missing the point, like not not catching that uh, uh, Amanda Bynes is a girl is ridiculous, but funny. Uh, because it had me being like, what the, how does she not get, co-? okay, the movie's just doing the movie thing. You know what I mean? Like it was, a, it was a good time. Um, I, I also want to say, uh, Rose for Eunice, Rose for Toby asking out Eunice at the end, mm-hmm. uh, Rose for Amanda Bynes, not really like, you know, being, she had that conversation with Olivia and could have done some real damage there and really was just like, look, just go up to if that's how you feel, go up to him and, you know, tell him how you feel. And that's be honest. Right. Like there's a lot of moments in this movie that are the tampon in the nose thing. That's where that move. like I, I didn't realize that this is the movie that came from. Just like the leg pop was in the Princess Diaries. Mm-hmm. That's a, a nice rose there. A thorn goes to the tarantula. We don't need that. Um, 
you know i think monique was ridiculous yeah i'm still on it monique was ridiculous sebastian is just such a shitty character real piece of shit fucking selfish (laughs) brat and then we're supposed to be stoked that olivia wants to be with him and that they're being introduced to like go out together but like Mm -hmm. what we've seen of olivia is also not much better like yeah she's boring she's boring Mm -hmm. and also a little like like she she does that whole jealousy thing when she's like proud of herself that it worked and like okay we're supposed to like we're supposed to like you uh thorn to the kissing booth and then a thorn to these three facts that i found on trivia on imdb been holding on to this um media site quiz q-u-e-e-z listed amanda Bynes lifting her shirt to show her boobs as one of the most paused movie scenes in the history of hollywood Okay, first of all, clearly we know the internet exists. And clearly we know that boobs are available on the internet basically whenever you want them. You had to go to the internet to go look for a 20-year-old who you've seen on TV since she was 10 or 11. You just had to go looking on the internet to pause this movie at that moment to see if you spot anything. This is what you got to do. You got to pause this in the movie. This is what you need. Fucking shame, bitch. Like, what the fuck is wrong with all these people? Why you got to pause? What's this all about? You're not. Why? You don't. Why? 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 You don't even see anything. You don't see anything. Obviously, you don't see anything. She's literally a child star. Finally, an adult. She's not about to flash somebody in a fucking Disney ass movie. Like, this is Mm -hmm. there's totally like another shirt underneath. Like nobody on set saw amanda Bynes boobs those that day nobody like and what makes you think that it's gonna make the final cut that they're gonna go pg-13 for this movie uh, with some the star like excuse me but what a bunch of fucking idiots another thing two more facts that that are big thorns while amanda Bynes was in boy form the cast and crew were more comfortable hanging around her they were more distant while she was herself. Ooh. Wild fact. Ooh. Crazy fact. I, I hate knowing that. And I'm about to ruin this even more. Amanda oh, yeah. Bynes in 2018 confirmed that performing this role led her to battle. Okay, somebody didn't remember other words. Let This role led her to a battle with depression. Fucking somebody spell check some shit. Amanda Bynes in 2018 confirmed that performing this role led her to a battle with depression because she didn't like how she looked as a boy. Yeah, I, it, you know, th- that that has always been something that sits in the back of my mind when I watch the film, because I think it's a big I, I've read that interview and I think it's a big reason why she like struggled with body mm-hmm. image and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of at the height of her career and then just stopped making um kind of films after that mm-hmm. um so yeah it's a bit it's a bit of a tough watch in that way um which is crazy because i mean if you look at the movie poster it is also very heavily photoshopped so i understand where a lot of that insecurity comes from because it was like really highly edited stuff and then you're seeing yourself as a lead for the first time on screen and just mm. whatever else she was going through but yeah it's yeah. it's a depressing fact yeah because yeah. like even even after this movie there was hairspray and sydney white but then like after 2007 was really like the last of 
the momentum. Yeah, we don't and like, yeah, she we had don't see her. And Easy A was like, yo, when the comeback, she's back. We haven't seen her in a minute, but it's like, mm-hmm. that is tough because it's also, I mean, child star, and then like mm-hmm. everyone is being creepy about you, even though you're underage. And then here's like your big time to shine. It's like, I know she had what a girl wants, but like, even this is like really like your movie. And like, I'm sure the toll that must take of like, she can't escape that imagery. Like it's mm-hmm. her, it's the movie and then all of the posters mm-hmm. that she has to she's, see. And then like, she's got to do press junkets and everything. Right. So mm-hmm. that, that does, that is a fucking bummer to just see it had that effect. Cause like just the story of Amanda Bynes is just, it's, it's just rough. sad. A lot of yeah. like child actors who had a very similar path of like, just, I yeah. think the, you see the ugliness of the world at mass volume and that was pre-social media. Now everyone sees that because of social media. But at that time, pre-social media, you're just like force fed that so much that mm-hmm. I'm sure just the mm-hmm. toll that takes. And it just sucks because it makes you wonder like what could have Amanda's career have been mm-hmm. if, you know, that wasn't an issue. But mm-hmm. um, damn, that's so fun fact on that. So David Cross came to perform in Seattle and he was working on new stuff. And at the end, he always leaves time for people to ask questions. Mm-hmm, and so I, I asked him what it was like working with Amanda on She's the Man. And I think at first he thought I was like asking kind of like a meme question, like, mm-hmm. you know, because she's obviously going through some things. Mm-hmm. But um he was like, oh, no, oh, like, oh, no, she was wonderful. Like, she's so talented, like, watching her, yeah. like, be the lead on that film. And he so said funny. that it was actually, her, she said, he said that her dad was super weird and would, like, come around to set. And, like, you know, her family is, like, I think, stolen money from her. And mm, it's, like, a big reason. Yeah, she's she was in a conservatorship until, like, last year. Yeah, and uh, he said that the dad would make, like, weirdly, like, sexual comments to people or, like, weird Mm. things. And so it's just, like, that was, like, really sad to find out. But I'm also glad that, like, she just seems like such a bright light. Like, I've never heard someone say she was difficult to work with or something, you know. So um, I will say it it doesn't surprise me to find out because what I like about you was her sitcom she was like yeah. you know all all the four seasons 84 86 mm-hmm. episodes starts the sitcom when she's 16 mm-hmm. uh and you know like it, it you know she becomes for six for till she's 20 16 to 20 she's mm-hmm. on this sitcom where she's the lead with uh, you yeah. know uh and i come to find out produced by a co-created by dan schneider who mm-hmm. i don't know if you've read jeanette mccurdy's oh. book I'm yeah. glad my mom's dead or whatever mm-hmm. I think it's called. Um, mm-hmm. Like this dude, like you don't have to. It, she doesn't say it outright, but like this is the this is who she's talking about. Right. Um, and he he is not good. No, uh, he's a he is yeah. abusive and a groomer, just like all around. And Jeanette McCurdy her book is just so raw and like mm-hmm. a hard read, but very it's an worth incredible it. book though. It's incredible. so yeah, good. It's it. so it's, yeah. it's difficult to read because of mm-hmm. how honest it is. And there's a lot of cool stuff in there, but also a lot of really upsetting stuff. Um, and um, like, this is the man that like she credits with being like a huge reason mm-hmm. for 
mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. a spiral. And so I'm not surprised that this man had a hand in Amanda Bynes' career uh, and, and to see yeah. the effect that he's had on, on her as well, probably. So anyway, uh, we end, we're ending on a bit of a bummer, but, uh, <laughs> y- you know... Uh... Uh, anyway, I just wanted to say uh, one of the fun facts was that the movie heavily borrows elements from the Disney Channel original film Motor Christ, which is basically the exact same concept where there's We're a twin, not even going to compare those where two. the twin brother and the twin sister. They both do motocross and the twin brother hurts mm-hmm. himself. So she mm-hmm. uh, disguises herself as the twin brother, the race to also prove that women are just as good at sports as men. Uh, and it does a lot of flipping the perception of their femininity is weak Mm -hmm. and all of that so you know what motocross walked so she's the man could run run (laughs) chris i can't believe you spent any time on any of that whatsoever (laughs) i am honestly disappointed I had um, I had the Google I'm motocross. So sorry, I do have to leave. Plug your stuff. Now. Tell everybody um, what where to find you and spell it out if um, you need to. At Ariana Ramic on everything. A R I J A N A R A M I C. Instagram, my website for show dates. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much. I had of course. Fun. I, on. A lot. I grew. You know, I'm a new person after You're this. You're an ally. <laughs> okay. yeah. I wish I came on wearing the wig. I wish that I did this with the wig, but. <laughs> That's for another day. Uh, thank you guys so this much. This how I know of course, you have Thanks for the doing wig. the pod. Yeah. Thanks for coming yeah. on, Ariana. Have a great day. Take Bye care. Guys. Bye. Deuces. We can be found at We Didn't Get a Rose on Instagram and Twitter. Chris, where can people find you? You can find me at Chris Mejia Comedy on Instagram and TikTok, at Topher Mejia on Twitter and Twitch. Um, and yeah if you live in the seattle area come through to the show that i co-run with the homie bo johnson who's been on the podcast before good comedy we're having the the homie Alyssa yellman uh mm-hmm. close out the show headline uh this month uh and the next two months we got some really cool people closing out the show so come through every third thursday every third thursday every third sunday mm. at the hereafter which is the crocodiles comedy club Come through. And then Mikey, sweetie, baby, honey, my lover, mm-hmm. where can people find you? You can find me at Mike Carroza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A on Twitter and Instagram. Those are the best places to find me. You can follow our link tree links in the show notes where we'll have our stuff updated. Uh, check out uh, my dates soon. I'll be in Chicago, February 17th to the 26th with uh, shows all over the town. I'm doing Comedians You Should Know on Wednesday, the 21st. Uh, Spitfire at the Lincoln Lodge on the 22nd. And then I'm also doing the shows at the Lincoln Lodge on uh, Friday and Saturday, 22nd, uh, 23rd, 24th. Um, so come get your tickets to those shows. Come see me live. Uh, I'm also going to be at the Magic Con in Chicago that weekend for Magic the Gathering purposes, uh, where I'll be talking to people about my podcast, Am I the Bullcast, based on my column, Am I the Bullist, over at CommandersHerald.com. So if you're into magic, please check out my podcast and my column. Thank you so much for sticking around, for staying tuned, for loving uh, rom-coms, even though they're a little lighter on the rom sometimes. Uh, But we love you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. We go now. We do. We go now.